Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Fight Fan with Pete Hoffman time. Y'all must have forgot why we the best. People say the punches weren't really necessary. What do you mean, why were they not necessary? Because he was already knocked out at that point. But it, the referee hadn't pulled me off. And my job is to hit somebody till the referee pulls me off. So to so those people, I would say, maybe don't watch him and they go back to soccer. You know, I made history here tonight. I set another record. It's my name in history one more time. WFAN and Odyssey.com. You guys caught me under under a bad bad time, but you know what I'm saying? The rock's cool. I like ballers. I like ballers. You know what I'm saying? But he picked the wrong side. He picked another side so he could get it too. He could get his ass whipped too. Straight up. With all due respect, he could get it too. I definitely wanna defend my 145 about. And let's see, I'm gonna talk to Dana. Dana, tomorrow I'm gonna call you. We're gonna have a talk. I love you, boy. Here's your Fight Fan host, Pete Hoffman. This is the Fight Fan with your host, Pete Hoffman. Follow me at the Fight Fan, WFAN at the Hoff, WFAN on Twitter, at the Fight Fan with Pete Hoffman, everywhere else. That is, of course, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, WFAN.com, and the Odyssey app. Little preview, um, this is going out very soon. I have a show. If you're listening on Friday and it's before 7 p.m. or it is 7 p.m., tune in now to WFAN and WFAN.com, 660 AM, 1019 FM. I'm on air from 7 p.m. to 7.50 p.m. sandwiched in between Carton Roberts and the Brooklyn Nets game. So I'll be on air for about 50 minutes or so. Uh, doing a little uh, do a little whatever. We'll talk probably, probably a little bit of Mike White. Maybe a little Zach Wilson. We'll see. Maybe a little Steve Summers as he's hanging them up. His final overnight is tonight. Um, and then I will also be back on air as well on Sunday after Mark Malusis and David Deal do their pre-show, their NFL show. I'll be on from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. And we'll be on watching the uh, the Jets-Bills game, yeah. I'm excited for it. We'll see what happens. But again, that's on WFAN. So tonight, 7 p.m. to 7.50 p.m. And then on Sunday, 12 p.m. to 3 p.m., I'll be on air for both of those shows. And right now, we're talking MMA. That's what we do here. We talk some UFC. And we will be talking to, yes, Long Island fans, if you're listening to this, you might not be so thrilled, but Chris Beast Boy Barnett. Yes, he uh, he took down our guy, Jean Vellante, in his final fight. But what a good sport. What a good dude. Fun guy. Gave a lot of props to Jean Vellante. And that was kind of cool just to see that. Even though it wasn't the way we, Long Island fans, New Yorkers, wanted Jean to go out, it was still nice for Chris Barnett to kind of give him some props. And that's kind of that's kind of cool. That's what, like, what, what we'd like to see here. It's not all about the, the vicious... Knockouts, even though it was, it's not all about that. It's about like the the respect you have for your opponent afterwards too. I think it's a it's a huge thing. So we join him. He gives me a good half hour. He's a fun guy to talk to. It, just a positive energy he gives is amazing. Uh, so we'll get to that in a little bit. To go to go definitely check that out if you're not checking me out live right now on WFAN. Um, but 
we have UFC Fight Night. Max Holloway versus Yar Rodriguez. Yes. So, dude, anytime Max Holloway fights, it's amazing. So I'm looking forward to that. That is tomorrow. That is Saturday. Saturday night. I'm looking forward to watching that. What time is that at? Why am I not seeing the time on this right now? Oh, boom, there it is. It's an early one, too. 4 p.m. Eastern time, which is early for us people, us East Coasters. It's very very odd when they do that, but we'll take it. I'm happy about the card. It's a nice card. We'll get into this a little, very briefly um, you, because it's not a bad card. Like, look, look, when you have a light heavyweight like Kennedy Zinchukwu on the opening fight, it's a good card. Mark DeCasey's on there. You got Courtney Casey on there versus Liana, Joshua, Sean Woodson, who's a very interesting featherweight on the card. Uh, in an amazing women's flyweight fight, Cynthia Calvillo, who just recently lost to, was it Andrade? Yes, Jessica Andrade at UFC 266. She's looking to rebound off of Andrea Lee, who I think Andrea Lee, I keep on saying this over and over and over, and I think she's one of the better flyweights um, out there. I think she really has a bit of a Cowboy Cerrone feel to her. She's, you know, it's a weird, she she does well uh, depending on the on her opponent. Um, it really, she's got the skill set, that's for sure. She's got the heart, that's for sure. Sometimes she falls a little short. I mean, personally speaking, I know Laura Murphy gave her, you know, it was a it was a close split decision, or uh, I don't think it was a split decision. I think it was just a regular decision uh, that went to Lauren Murphy. But uh, Andrea Lee, I think, you know, depending on who her opponent is, I think she can play up to it. And if she fought a Valentina Shevchenko, I think Shevchenko would have more issues with the Andrea Lee than she did with Lauren Murphy. Personally speaking, that's just how I feel. That's just one of those things. that it, It's a gut feel. It's a watching her fight. I just feel like, listen, we saw her versus Antonina Shevchenko. Andrea Lee looked really good. So we've seen her do really well, and we've seen her do mediocre. I still think that she has, uh, she's still young. She's still only 32. In this fight particularly, she has a good uh, reach. She has the height. You know, Cavillo is going up to flyweight again. She's in the flyweight division. So it's just Lee is, I think it's a really good spot for her. I think that she wins this fight. Maybe she gets one or two more under her belt and really can put her in a in a contention for a title fight versus Shevchenko. I think so. I think she's she's got to get her opportunity sooner than later. I think she's getting there. So uh, that is a good fight, and that's on the prelims. That's the second. That's not the main event of the prelims. That's the second to main event, the co-main event on the prelims. Uh, Tiago Moises versus Joel Alvarez is the main event, main lightweight event on the uh, the prelims. Tiago Moises, everyone is a is a big fan of, I think, and Yoli Joel Alvarez, Yoli Joel. Uh, he's been he beat Joseph Duffy a couple years ago. Uh, he beat Alexander Yokovlev last year. So he's been a year off, and he's returning to the cage. And meanwhile, Tiago uh, Moises last lost to Islam Makayev. And they're talking about Islam making that run at the title. It's interesting. A lot of the, first of all, I, we haven't touched UFC 268 since the return. It was an amazing event. I loved every second of it. It was such a great card, such a great turnout, such a great main card. You don't really get cards that really hit the way they do. I mean, the, you usually get hyped up cards and maybe one or two really good fights. It was unfortunate that Shane Burgos and Billy Quarantillo had to go after the Justin Gaethje fight, the Michael Chandler fight, because that fight was incredible. It was one of the best instant classic fights I've ever seen up close like that. And nothing really followed. Nothing could follow. But Billy Q and Shane Burgos put on an amazing fight, and it just didn't have the same oath to it because the the the, the shock of the fans, the 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 air deflated because once they walked out of that cage, it's like everyone needed to take a breath. Billy Q and Shane Burgos put on an unbelievable performance, and we just couldn't appreciate it that was there live. 
Maybe at home, maybe you could, but live, it was just tough to to really take all that in. It was an it was, an, but still a great fight though. And same thing with Frankie Edgar, uh, Cheeto Vera, Cheeto Vera. On a, you know, you were just waiting, Frankie. I love Frankie. Frankie's someone who you kind of hate to see go down like that, but now he's getting knocked out more and more and more when he never got knocked out before. It's time to reconsider what he's doing. I I love Frankie Edgar. I never want to be that guy to to press for someone to leave. The sport, especially when you've seen somebody like, like that grow up, they you've rooted for him so, for so long. But it's tough to watch Frankie Edgar get knocked out the way he does now. And you could see he was out pointing Cheeto, got him to the ground. It was looking good. And then just that one kick, it's all it takes. It's Brian Ortega. Um, that was who gave the knee, the flying knee now that I'm, I'm forgetting. Was it Corey Sanhagen who it was, I think? I, it, I think it was Sanhagen that, that gave the flying knee. But the, it's at that point now where it's like it's really getting tough for Frankie to, to stand with these guys because he's losing, he's cutting down weight to go to these lower, lesser divisions, and they're just as fast. They're just as fast. So it's tough. Um, but I don't want to make it a Frankie Edgar moment because there were so many other good things about that, that card. Uh, obviously, Rose Namajunas beats, beats Wally Zhang. Rose Namajunas, again, a huge pop. Huge pop in um, in MSG. They love her in New York. And then the main event with with Colby and Camaro. Like no one can knock Colby Covington anymore, at least for his his in the cage skill set. He is an amazing fighter, and I keep on saying that. And you talk about Kamaru Usman, who has been that good in the cage, and he was in some. Um, you never seen Kamaru Usman like that before. Colby Covington is the only person that you've ever seen Kamara Usman look semi-damaged, semi-scuffed up in some sort of situation that almost looked uncomfortable and almost looked like something that he was not going to get out of. And whether it was on the ground, whether it was on the stand-up, and there was a takedown there. I know you could be debatable whether or not, you know, if, if uh, Colby Covington took him down, but he did, and it's fine. It, I I have no problem with saying Colby Covington outperformed a lot of people's opinions and outperformed a lot of the scorecards, and it was a toss-up. I do think that Kamara won 3-2, but if you said it was 3-2 Covington, I'm not sh- shocked either. He did an amazing performance. It was an amazing job. And listen, you could even have done a draw. I wouldn't wouldn't have been surprised if it was a draw. If Kamaro got that second round a 10-8, that wouldn't have shocked me either. And if they got a draw that way, uh, that could have been a very interesting uh, decision. But nonetheless, went to Kamaro, and he's moving on to not sure yet. We will see. Uh, back to the Holloway-Rodriguez fight. Which card, which I went to uh, just in the middle of that, but I never really touched on UFC 268. It was amazing. It was an amazing night. It was so good to be back watching live fights. It's incredible. Um, Bantamweight, Song Yudong versus Julio Arce, another local guy, Julio Arce, back on the card. Awesome. Uh, Chaos Williams on the card. Felicia Spencer versus Lace Letson. Um, interesting fight. Felicia Spencer. In the women's featherweight division, which we're not—I don't even know why it exists anymore. I'm not really sure what they're doing over there, but I guess it does. Uh, ben Rothwell versus Marcos Rogero Dalima, and then you have the main event in Max Holloway versus Yara Rodriguez. It's interesting because there's some really good fights on here, some interesting fights, and in the positioning of when they put these fights out there. Uh, I think some of them should have been moved up a little bit more, but whatever. I'm not the matchmaker. I watch the fights, and then when I prove them why they put Ben Rothwell as the, the co-main event, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, but Max Holloway, Yard Rodriguez is very interesting. Anytime Max Holloway takes uh, steps in the cage, it's going to be a good fight. You know, Rod- Yard Rodriguez is an interesting guy. We've seen him put up some amazing performances. We've seen him surprise us with the way he can handle when he gets peppered with shots and some really heavy hitters. You know, the Jeremy Stevens fight was interesting because I really thought that Stevens was going to be somebody who was really going to, you know, test Yar because he doesn't, Yar to me doesn't seem to want to strike. Doesn't want to, doesn't really want, he doesn't really want to go with those heavy hitters. You know, even though we saw uh, with the, the Korean zombie, 
that fight was an amazing five-round battle, that final knockout at the end of it. You know, Korean Zombie hits differently than Jeremy Stevens. Stevens has those heavy shots, you know? Max Holloway is another one, though. He's going to pepper you. He's going to pepper you. He's going to pick you apart. And I know Yar Rodriguez, I just don't know what he has if he wants that type of a fight. You know, he was always supposed to go up against the beat. That never happened. Max Holloway in the featherweight division, even versus the Vol- in the Volkanovski fights where he did not win, he looked good. He always looked good. And it was debatable whether or not Volkanovski won. Not taking anything away from Volkanovski, but he never got dismantled in the featherweight division. You know, you can say what you want when you try to go up against Justin Justin Gaethje in the uh, was it Gaethje or Poi? Now, now I'm forgetting which, who he, who he went up against. Now, let's double check before I give the wrong information. Not like you'd really judge me so much, but maybe you do. Who knows? Uh, but 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 uh, yeah, Poya. He went to Poya. Why do I think Justin Gaethje? He beat he beat Ortega. Then took his uh, his belt to the lightweight division and lost to Poirier. Beat Edgar, then lost to Volkanovski uh, twice in a row. And beat Calvin Cater in an amazing boxing performance to, be, to to kick off the year. So it's uh it's been almost uh about ten months, almost ten months for Max Holloway. So it's it's interesting. He took a lot of time off to get back in the cage, and we should see a very fresh. Only 29-year-old Max Holloway versus a very fresh Yard Rodriguez. It's going to be a good fight. Again, Yard does bring the fight to, to his opponent. So that's not something to be scared about. You know, the only person that we ever saw Yard Rodriguez really look really terrible against was the BJ Penn fight. Was it BJ Penn or Frankie Edgar? Frankie Edgar, sorry. Frankie, yeah, because BJ Penn, he knocked the heck out of him. Uh, the beat, the Frankie Edgar one was the one where Frankie Edgar really just was able to take out Yara Rodriguez, get him to the ground, and then the ground and pound him. That was interesting. That was like, hmm, maybe he's not cut out for here. But that was really the only fight. That was it. Um, and then every every other fight, he's looked pretty pretty good. He's he's gone to wars, and that's the problem. I don't think he really wants to do that. But he has to. He's gonna have to with Max Holloway. That's for sure. Um, but listen, so that's that's tomorrow. That's Saturday. That's 4 p.m. On the main event is 4 p.m. ESPN Plus, as always. Y'all Rodriguez, Max Holloway. Uh, but let's get to the interview. Let's get to Chris Beast Boy Barnett, who um, who had a big win over the, over the weekend, last weekend, at UFC 268 against our boy Jean Volante. So here he is. Chris Beast Boy Barnett. This is the Fight Fan with your host, Pete Hoffman, being joined right now by a very special guest, winner at UFC 268, who happened to destroy our homeboy, John Volante. Here he is, Chris Barnett. What's up, man? How are you doing? Man, I'm here, baby, living, trying to trying to live this best life now, you know. Uh, happy to be a part of it, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. And and to be fair, like, you know, we knew you as being a diehard UFC fan, diehard MMA fan. Your name was up and coming anyway. We knew what you were. But now, after UFC 268, the highlight reel that you, you put together, the dance moves going into the cage, out of the cage, I mean, has that put you on a different uh, level now? Has, has a, is it a different hemisphere for you? Man, it's wild. Um, I feel I've been doing it for a while, but I've honestly, the the wave that just hit me, I feel like I just now got started the way I wanted to get started. Like, you know, so um, I think I said that at the press conference, I almost feel like it's a, like somebody put the cheat code in the game. We got to start all the way over with all the items we've already picked, all the armors we've already picked up, all the swords we already picked up. And I got the the love with it too that I've always tried to project myself, and now it's I'm, it's getting it's coming back. And not to say you know some people um they they hit this point and then they're kind of like oh yeah okay cool I made it. This makes me want to be that much better. Like yo that that kick was cool, but I've got twenty thousand more that no one's even quote unquote seeing yet. That now I know I have to get down. You know what I mean to make to make this crowd even more entertained. You know when do you think? you'll be headlining a card because I think that's got to be something 
The UFC is very smart. Dana White is very smart. They see the impact that you have, the draw that you're getting. So when do you start? Is it you that would push for it, or are you just trying to take the still the humble approach, like, hey, let me get what you guys give me? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm more or less, it, it, not to say it, um, I'll say in a bad way, but, you know, everybody, everybody wants the crown, right? Everybody wants the crown. I'm cool with the lawn chair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, yo, me, man, I, I'm cool with holding the beach down. You, hey, man, y'all want to kill each other and do all that? By all means. Now, when it gets to my time to be there, yeah, I can, you know, I can change directions, you know what I mean? And change the whole, the mantra or whatever. Still make it a positive type way, you know, to go after it or whatever. But, uh, but being the people's champ, dude, being a voice that, that somebody can be like, you know what? He doesn't have tattoos. He's not. He doesn't look like the 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 cookie cutter frame, you know, fighter or whatever. He didn't speak like the regular fighter, or whatever. Me being that champ for those folks, you know, that that love fighting, that can't go talk to the to the fighter about it. I'm I'm cool with that, man. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. They they can they can they can murder each other for that throne, <laughs> and I'm over here on my lawn chair, feet up, baby, feet up, enjoying it. You know, you you, <laughs> you talk about you're in one of the most difficult divisions because the heavyweight division is just so. Diverse. You got the highest. You got the biggest, strongest uh, of fighters in the organization. You know how do you go in there with the mindset of like you know with against these quote unquote killers, these guys that are looking. I mean, you're in a division where Francis Ngannou is the champion. We've seen right, what he right. did. We saw him basically the, the moment he came down with that that last strike on Stipe. It was like him putting the dagger in. It was like a like a oh, slow yeah, motion oh, movie, like 300, whatever movie you want to call it. It was, <laughs> dude, these are the type of people you have to face. Like, how does it feel being in that type of division? Um literally David and Goliath, like, like all the time, never <laughs> fails. Always been the sort of fighter, uh, all that whole aspect to it. But, um, but I've trained with those guys. I mean, I've trained with the Alistair Overeems, you know, I trained with the Uber Reams before he <laughs> got to the UFC, you know, uh, I trained with the Stipe's, you know, I was down there mixing it up with the Rashad's and everybody, you know, so, there's nothing. Well, Ngannou is still a little different, but there's nothing you can throw at me that that I'm not going to find a way to adapt to. Now, I'm not sitting here saying I'm the world beater. I'm also not saying I can't get there either. I know I can. Like, I know my potential in this and the whole coming off positive and stuff like that. It's not like it's um, it's not a facade because I'll always be that person. But I also know how to turn it on, too, you know, uh, when I when I need to. Um but yeah, no, like uh, you know, the Nganus, and then you know, we got Mr. Gain now as the intern champion. You got those two literally literally, they look like avatars. When you walk by them, you're like, yo, the only thing you're missing is, is blue coloring. Like they <laughs> honestly look like avatars, man. But uh but yeah, it, it's intimidating. Like you can you can hear the heavyweights, the top five right now, even when they talk about gain or, or either uh Nganu, they're like, Well, you know, we don't know what we gotta do. We got a game plan, we gotta make sure you know this is right and that's right. But um but yeah, never, never a a fear of failure going against them because you know they're the top. But there's also that like you're not dumb. People, you know, I'm not, I'm not stupid. And you know, I know I'd have to put everything I possibly could in for a fight like that. Well, the game plan is hopefully someone else takes them out so that it's easier for you to get to the top. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> A lot of this game is timing. Yeah. So yeah. Like, <laughs> well, you know, not for nothing though, but like we do see, like you know, you're talking about like it's you're you're a smart guy. You're not stupid. You come off very smart too, which is again like one thing that I feel like, you know, the casuals might not understand because I speak to so many fighters. The yeah. MMA community, the MMA fighters are so intellectual. They're so smart. It's not just like this you know, brutal, dumb, barbaric yeah. sport, you know? How, how for you, being such a positive person, how is that to get that message out to a lot of people, a lot of your family members too? Um, It's, a lot of them know me. So a lot of them actually give the benefit of the doubt when it comes to fighters, and then they'll come back to me and be like, thanks, you set me up. That guy was a real jerk. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't, I don't, I don't know what happened to him that day. Maybe he had a rough day. Give him a break. Um, uh, it's it's not hard to explain to people, yeah, again, like that know me. It's easier to be like, all right, Chris, are, you, are there, is there something right here? Because how do you go from this to being violent to going right back to, you know, smiling and dancing? Um, me to try to explain it to somebody that doesn't understand the sport, I'd say I'd rather be 
an adversary for that because I feel like I could actually go and speak to them and be like, look, this guy might look like he'll rip your head off, but he actually just read like a whole a whole dictionary, you know, type thing. Um, once you get past the ignorance of what do they call it, human cockfighting or yeah, whatever, yeah. then and I try to explain it as as chess or art, like it's an art form. Like I said, the same way you play chess is the same way a lot of these fighters think out there. You know, you can't go out there and no, that's that would be the same thing as me moving all my pawns on one side for what. You know what I mean? So you have to you have to think of it as a strategy almost, you know, you have to think of it as a as a bloody canvas, you know, type thing. Like you go out there, you throw a spinning kick. You know, what I mean, that's that's me. That's my purples right there. You know, um, my my punches are my my reds, you know, my my low kicks are my blues, you know. So um, I try to explain it in the safest like, you know, art. I use art as an example, you know, stuff like that or chess. You know what I mean? And for the for those uh, aspects. But then some people are just like. Yeah, man, I just don't get get punched in the face, man. I just don't get it, you know. But you know, <laughs> for the most part, sometimes when you break it down with chest, they're like, "I guess, I guess, I get it that way." <laughs> my one of my kids. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Because I, I, I watch the fights in my house a lot, and my kids are like, you know, 4, 8, and 11, and the 11-year-old likes watching it with me, and the 4-year-old likes watching the fights too. But the 8-year-old one day watched the fight. I forgot which one it was, but it, he walked in, and it was one of the more brutal fights where there's a lot of blood everywhere. And someone's like, he yeah. was like, he was like, this is a job? And I'm like, yeah, it is. He goes, why don't they just quit? <laughs> Like how do you, how do you, you know, do you, do you, you have kids? How do you, do you, do you let your kids watch your fights yet or no? Oh man, they, I think <laughs> this last one was the first one they've watched live. Oh. Normally like they'll watch, you have like the replay or they'll come in the room and be like, Hey, is that you? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Don't worry about it. You know, type thing. But, um, um, yeah, those, those super bloody ones, it, you, you know, you, you try to explain to them, hey, this is this is part of it. At the end of the day, these guys are gonna get they're gonna get money and they can buy JoJo Siwa stuff and they can go buy Paw Patrol stuff. And <laughs> like <laughs> you try to explain to them, you know, in the in the best way. But um it is, it is, it is a violent sport. Uh but you know, a lot of stuff that goes on. To tr- I could I try to relate it to like you know okay again with the whole chess you know um thing like it's oh man with them they're they're my daughter's definitely getting into it to the point to where she's she's understanding because she's competing now um and it's 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 freaky to see 
you know, but then it's awesome because you're like, you know, hey, hey, my kid just kicked that kid in the head. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> you know, you get you get excited about it. But um, but uh, yeah, man, I, I, that that's still you know one of those toss ups, you know, with the, with the kids, and then like that that whole the. I, you try to explain to them that it's safer than, you know, than getting punched and getting back up, you know, like, right. say, say for boxing or whatever, but they're not seeing that, you know, they, Hey, he's down and bleeding. I, yeah. That's safe. All right. Okay. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I have to defend this stuff all the time because a lot of people sit there going, Oh, how do you sit there? How, how does, how is it safer for someone to get on a, and like ground and pound? How is that? Okay. And I'm like, well, because they're defending themselves, the refs gives them time. They're talking. It's uh, completely different. Even like the bare knuckle fighting, it, it, you know, without the gloves, it's all a lot of superficial cuts. You know, yeah, that, and that, that's the thing that a lot of people don't remember is that it, a lot of the score, a lot of it is 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 superficial injuries. Listen, you guys really are getting punched in the face or chest or legs or wherever it's, it is. It is happening, but it a lot of the blood comes from a lot of superficial injuries. Uh, Chris Barnett again joining us right now, who had a fantastic fight UFC two sixty eight. How soon do you? I mean, that's the question. You, you know, you get to ride this wave, continue to ride this wave. You know, are you ready to get back in the cage sooner than later? What 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 is the next fight looking for you? Yeah, man. Like my whole career, I've always been the best. Like I think I went on like a ten and one skid, thirteen and one skid. I was busy though, so mm-hmm. I'm my best when I'm busy. When you give me time to sit around and do nothing, that's <laughs> just that's a recipe for trouble, right? There. <laughs> Don't do that. So. um yeah, definitely sooner than later. I saw Bam Bam had to pull out of next week's fight because mm. of a visa issue. You know what I mean? That's 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 my homeboy right there. I'm gonna hit him up and be like, "Hey man, holler if you need me, player. Tag me <laughs> in. I, let me be your tag team partner." You know. Um, but then again, you know, if they were like, "No, that guy's too high up," I understand. Hey, look, I'm just trying to help y'all out. I'm trying to fill a spot. Clearly, y'all know I will. I did it on eight days' notice against one of the baddest dudes in the UFC. So, <laughs> hey, you're a team um, player, dude. Always, yeah, that's it. That's it, man. Hey, I get it. We are a team, and we, the t- teamwork makes the dream work. That's all I'm trying to do, players. So, so listen, but, um, but this is but but here's the thing: is so, so you are a team player, and I love that attitude. And I feel like there's so much about the UFC nowadays that people say, and I hate to always go back to the pay thing, but people talk about the pay scale in the UFC. But it's like it's your choice to be in the, in UFC. Technically speaking, you can get out of there whenever you want, right? Right at yep, and at any time. <laughs> so so yep. so like if this is if it's really bad if it's if it's if they're not taking care of you then why are you going out there and hustling and getting in these last minute fights like I feel like it's got to be a little bit both ways. That's that. Yeah, that's the thing that you won't get to hear, and I'll be an avid for it. UFC takes care of me. I like I don't I don't I can't speak on everybody else's whatever. I don't know if it's just how I how I've come across to them, but. Even the staff, like I'm the dude that walks in the room that goes and thanks the janitor first. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody there is there for a reason. You know what I mean? And, and I wouldn't be there if they weren't there type thing. You know what I mean? So my, my whole thing is the staff is great. The I don't I fought everywhere. So for these guys to complain about stuff, it's kind of like. Man, y'all, y'all, who we, man? Some of y'all are really privileged, bro. Like, <laughs> I've been in locker rooms where the toilet's right next to you, still like flushing. You know, you're like, how am I supposed to warm up, dude? Uh, I got to flush it three times and then it might stop. Okay, thanks, man. I got you. You know, um, so <laughs> the the big complaint on that money is, is, I get it. I get you know some guys feel you know you 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 should always fight for what you feel you deserve. I get that. Um, me, maybe my standards are just lower or I don't know. I've been through so many different organizations and gone through so much crap in organizations to where it's just like, what you guys are going to do this and this. And it's that outside stuff that no one speaks about. Yeah. You might not get this, this large, 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 large check or whatever, you know, if you've only got X amount of fights or whatever. Right. But it's the outside. So after that Rothwell fight, I didn't have anything to worry about medically. I like they took care of everything, like literally cyborg me back together type thing. You know, um, <laughs> people don't speak on that. Uh, I needed, I needed, I needed something like just something simple. Um, hey, y'all, this is this this popped up. Boom, UFC came out of nowhere with that. You know what I mean? I was like, what? Where's all this? This I need this. I need to make this, and I need to make that. Maybe you need to get somebody to manage your money better. Like to be <laughs> honest with you, like you know what I mean? Because so, for what we're making. You should be straight. I think Sugar said that on, on the thing too. He was like, 
yo, win a fight. Um, surround yourself around better people. Uh, get better. Win another fight. Especially if you you if you win a fight, I don't think there's anybody in there not making it. enough because I, I I was still working retail when my when I first uh, signed with UFC. And I, me personally, I'm that might be again me different. I'm perfectly fine with working retail and doing UFC. Like some guys feel they have to have. I've got to be a permanent fighter all the time and no you don't have to like there's there's what 24 hours in a day yeah you know what i mean like, you can break it up i got kids so when you give me the excuses of i have to do this no no and i'm i'm, I'm there I'm, I'm i'm a there father you know some people i got kids see their kids once throughout the whole week no 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 you know what i mean so um it's it it doesn't i don't you know whatever two weeks is on if it you know if you don't feel like you're making enough then do more like you know and then like you said you technically don't have to be in there right i didn't if i didn't feel like i was making enough i went out there did a spin kick boom i made more than enough you know so <laughs> it, it's more or less like it's on you really like the ufc with the incentives that they're giving out now with all this stuff that, that, that they're bringing in it's really on how bad you want to fight and how bad you want to to be a fight what dana white say so you want to be a fighter right it's really down to it like that, man. But me, I, I will never, never say anything negative when it comes to pay or what the UFC does in and outside of that of that fighting round. I love it. Uh, oh, you know, it's funny because you talk about so you're talking so much about it being a father, which is amazing. You know, because I am myself, and a lot of us that watch fights are our fathers, our parents, or whatnot, our mothers too. And and the one thing is like, how do you have time for yourself? Because when you're when you're training. When you're, you know, with the kids, do you have downtime at all? When you're working retail, when do you have downtime, and what do you do with the downtime if you have it at all? You people, I'll say, um, I can say what normal sleep patterns are. I don't have, I've never had it. You know, that's, that's my mama's fault. She's always been a, a night owl. Actually, actually, my mom and my dad always been like night owls, barely getting any sleep. But I've always like, even when I was. Uh, growing up always noticed people that didn't get a certain amount of sleep they were always grumpy you know and me that's me. i could get like an hour <laughs> see <laughs> i could get like two hours and i'm perfectly fine you know um my downtime like to, uh, let's just be honest being being dad you know you really don't like your downtime right. is my downtime is with my kids like you know what i mean like that that is my downtime or or like me if you really want downtime, teach them how to play video games. Everybody's like, boom, <laughs> everybody wins there. You know what I mean? So we'll play video games. And so I don't go insane because, you know, you do need your personal time. You know what they say? They say it's a it's a form of self-care when you pull up to the house and sit in the car for 10 minutes. Like, you know, it is yes. like, you know, you you honestly you, you need that that time to just uh, stop, reflect, you know, blink and be to me, I take that time to reflect and be happy for what I've got because I've I've been there, I've been here, and right now I'm I'm where I need to be, you know. And I t and I think I'm thankful all the time for that, you know. But um, but yeah, like my downtime is finding something that I know I need to do and making it my downtime. So it's like, hey, you got to go cook. Well, we're gonna be singing while we cooking today, baby. You know what I mean? Type stuff, you know. So anything that gives me back positive energy, I love as a downtime thing, you know, whether that be, I can cut the, I know my neighbor's looking at me crazy when I'm cutting the grass because I'm out there. I don't know if you've seen that Dave Chappelle skit. That dude was a, uh, uh, that's me cutting the grass, baby. That is me cutting the grass all day, you know. So, uh, yeah, li little little stuff like that, instead of complaining about, oh, I need this time for myself, I make it for myself throughout the actions that I'm doing already. That's amazing. That's amazing. A uh, couple questions now to follow up with that. A, what is your favorite video game to play? Ooh, oh man. No, uh, what are we playing now? I've been, you know what? I um I got away on that Rothwell fight from playing Tekken. I didn't get to play Tekken when I was out there. <laughs> this time around, I was like, uh, because they put me in a room with uh, one of my corners, and I was like, all right, he's asleep. Let me go ahead and <laughs> oh no, there ain't nothing in the light. Yo, it's bright. Yeah, I'm turning this TV a little bit real quick, you know. What I mean? But uh Tekken, Tekken's always always my 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 big steez man do they actually got a guy in there named bob big dude that does crazy flips and twists and stuff you know what i mean i saw a pro a uh, little petition going around put me in the game hey make me please put me in the game That'd let's be, go man <laughs> but now um second um i mean i used to be like a big halo like almost mlg 
type player, you know. Um, everybody tries to get me into the Call of Duties and the Fortnites and right. stuff. I'm like, nah, man. I'm I'm Halo. Oh, all day. <laughs> <laughs> Intense, <laughs> dude. Off of that, you know. Um, are you into yeah, sci-fi no, I'm, too? Are you into sci-fi too? Are you into? I'm, I'm, honestly, I'll play anything. I will literally play anything. But like my go-to go-tos, like when I'm when I'm having a rough day and I need to and I need to, you know what? I know I can get on Tekken online and whoop a couple of folks just in case, you know, real quick. That'll be my downtime right there. I'll, <laughs> I'll go online <laughs> and whoop some folks. You know what I mean? In Tekken or, or some good old Halo or honestly anything anything uh like I, the whole madden thing the whole i call it the madden scam it's the same game every year every year they bring back ncaa i'm not playing you know nothing else you know uh <laughs> but uh but yeah no nah, man I, i'll literally jump on any game man what about now for your songs because you're sitting there you're singing when you're doing the grass and whatnot do you have different types of music for everything you do like when you're walking out to the to the, to the cage it's got to be different than you singing "Cutting the Grass," right? It's not the same same music. You'll be surprised. I had a boxing match where I came out to "Circle of Life." You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, like, it's honestly, it's my mood. Which I come, man. I found out "Circle of Life's drums, the the African drums in "Circle of Life." When you have enough bass to listen to it, when I was walking out, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I feel it!" Oh my gosh, like I'm. Like, <laughs> I felt like I felt like a king, you know. Um, but yeah, no, man. Like the the music, the music ranges. I, I'm I'm Morgan Wallen all the way to 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 you know what I mean to to whoever. So, but uh, are but you yeah, a no, Broadway no. guy? Are you Broadway at all by any chance? No? I, I, Rent was actually one of my favorite uh one of my favorite Broadway uh, shows. Get actually, out of here. they had it up. I wanted to go see Lion King when I was there, but I didn't want my corners to judge me. Um, <laughs> It, it was it was right down the street from us too. Uh, took pictures of a little snow globe they had out, and I was like, "What are you taking pictures of, man? Nothing. It's, it's Elmo walking by. I never seen a, a fuzzy Elmo like that." But uh, but yeah, no, nah, man. Uh, but yeah, like Broadway, uh, all of it. Like I wanted to see Spider Man on Broadway, then I heard old boy got hurt, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, we, 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 we gotta stop with the Spider Man." But uh, but yeah, no, nah, yeah, all all genres of music, man. I, I'm I'm I love, I love it. So it. are you? It. So you're so showy, but like, is it? What gets you to the arts? Do you want to be like an actor? Is that something that you want to do too? Is that something that you'd like to do in your career as well? You have the that, personality. The way the cards are playing out, like it's weird. It took the most violent way for me to be the most positive for people. <laughs> but if like the uh, if the the Broadway or shoot, if Anthony Anderson needs a stunt double, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just I'm right here. I'm here all day. You know. Um, uh, Shoot, I even saw some people doing the WWE thing. They were like, Mark Henry, if he needs a sidekick. I've been called Mark Henry so many times. Might as well. Might as well at this point. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I mean, the avenues we can take now, you know, I always I always want to get out the positive message. And if I can do it without getting punched in the face, eh, why not? <laughs> why not? You know, you talk about the positive message here, right? So you're on a card that has one of the – uh, I don't want to say the biggest villain in MMA because of maybe Conor McGregor is, is is that guy, but Colby Covington has that like a lot of people love it because they think that like that's the WWE persona, the 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 the, the not the, the heel type of mentality. But on yeah, the other yeah. end, it's a little bit over the top, and, and a lot of people are like it's just it's too real, it's too uncomfortable. I don't like it. He's just a jerk. How do you you know? Are you pro the WWE approach that Colby Covington puts out? Um, uh, it's funny. Hang on one second. What's up, Zay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want some chips or something? Yeah, go ahead. They're right there. Uh, sorry. All, um, good, dude. All good, dude. All good. Uh, it's it's entertaining to a point. Um, and I don't mind it at all because Kobe's actually whatever. I'll, I'll be first to say I hope it doesn't ruin his image or anything. Good people, like he's actually like we were signing. Like I've never, I've never had, more, we've never spoken more than five words. But the energy he was giving off, and I don't know, maybe he was just tired from the weight cut or whatever. But you can feel somebody's aura and energy. And when he wasn't on the, hey, look here, let me take something, Marty. I'm gonna da, 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 when he wasn't on that cool dude man he was like look you can tell he's about his paper i'll give you, you know, i'll give him that because he goes we were signing the thing and he goes i don't think you understand you don't have to give a full signature they're not paying us for this and i was like oh 
Oh, cause me, I'm taking up so much time because I'm I'm C H R I. So I'm holding up time. He's over there just going C C C C C C C C, and I was like, man, I could put a C B. I tried it. So my signature is gonna end up looking weird on some of these Madison Square Garden posters. <laughs> but but yeah, but like, but with his antics and whatnot, it's it's working to a point now. You're doing it now. You gotta win, though. Like you know what I mean. So that's yeah. the only part that I don't, I don't like behind it is uh, not the fact that he lost, but but the fact that to to know that he's a good dude and he just lost, and to know the wave of hate that he's about to get because of the persona he had to play. You know, um, yeah. Like I think they even had like a close up of him in the cage, uh, talking to. Uh, you can let him out. You can let him out. Um, talking to Usman after the fight, they were like, he was like, yo, I'm only doing this, you know, so we can, you know me type thing, you yeah. know? So, um, it makes sense in a, in a paper mindset. And then even on top of that, if he does go to the WWE, they need that heel. He is perfect for WWE. Yeah. He's literally built it to where he can be, he could walk in right now, do a SummerSlam and people are going to be there, you know, type thing. So, um, it, it, if it benefits you, and you're okay with what's going to come behind it, then cool. By all means, do it. Um, he's also strong-minded because they said if you live for the cheers, you're going to die by the booze. You know, so you got to take that into aspect with you know you got to be <laughs> strong-minded when it comes to this uh, to this game. You know, but uh, but yeah, no, nah, um, I think he's doing what he's doing right. I'll give him that. You know, for for what's going on, and I, I'll say the real ones that know him. I guess he's okay with just them knowing that. Hey, man, I'm not really that bad of a guy, but. I, I play one on TV. Like, <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. It's funny when I met him uh, in studio. I basically had a com- similar conversation afterwards. I basically said, "I was like, dude, what you say, it's a little over the top." Afterwards, it's like it's over the top. I don't like it, but you're doing it. But you're a hell of a fighter. Like that's the one thing. Like yeah, the personal jabs are the ones that kind of I'm like, ah, man, I'll talk about that, man, Daddy, bro, come on, now yeah. that's different. You know, like, hey, now come on, man. But but like he shook my hand afterwards and didn't like you know just took it and said well thank you very much for the time still like you know he's respectful in a, in an odd sense that's why it's like I know yeah. what he's doing I I don't mind the approach he needs to win that's for sure and like Dana was White said mm-hmm. if it, if it wasn't for Kamaru Usman he probably would be a champion because that those two yeah. fights have been yeah. amazing <laughs> it's been amazing but uh, Chris what are you looking forward to most in uh, if you don't fight this year again in 2022 what are you looking forward to the most for yourself or for the UFC? Just staying busy, honestly, man, staying busy. Um, taking taking this little, my little 15 minutes I got right now and, and building off of it in a positive manner. Like, I could care less if this ended tonight as long as folks still were reaching out with the, hey, dude, I got this question. This is going on. Could you help me with this type thing? I'm more than happy, you know what I mean? So this could all go away, but if, as long as I could still reach out and help people, I, I'm perfectly cool with it. But, um, coming 2022, <laughs> with that being said, I'm, I'm here, I'm ready to go, man. This is the weird, mm, with that fame, <laughs> this engine is revving. Y'all don't put NOS in my tank. You know what I mean? So we're, 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 we're looking for that green light ready to go, man. Um, 22, I think 2022 is going to be really exciting. Um, we got some call outs already. Uh, again, like I was saying, my man Bam Bam's hurt right now. Holla at me. Holla at me. I'm in these streets, baby, you know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, now 2022 should be super exciting. Awesome. Is there anything that you'd like to promote before we end this? Anything that I know that you have your own school? Is that is that correct? That you Yeah, you... yeah. Uh Barnett Taekwondo in uh in Athens, Georgia. Um I'm pretty I'm the mascot there. I'm just gonna call it what it is. I'm the mascot. <laughs> My brother runs it, doing a phenomenal job with that, man. Um yeah, if, you, if y'all are if y'all are here here in the little local area, not even we've got some folks that drive in now too. Um Come down, check us out, man. Um, I'm actually gonna, I'll be in there a lot more now. Uh, but not <laughs> um, that, that there. Uh, I think I got my got my thick boy on. My there thick it boy is. Game right there. Um, Euphoria CBD products. They got this little roll-on stuff that, man. Like I've used all the little the blue gels and all this other stuff. They, but them, them right there. Um, <laughs> I'm forgetting a thousand folks. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all know, y'all know who you are. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Uh, Y'all check check my Instagram out, and then that's where everybody is um, right now. Uh, again, with the Instagram thing and Twitter and all the other whatevers, I am getting back. I, I've got it now down to who we. So I was getting like a hundred messages for every twenty I would answer. 
Now I'm getting like 40 every 20 I answer. So I'm <laughs> chopping it down slowly. Don't think I'm ignoring you. Um, it's just, it, again, it's, it's a lot. It's not as much as it was, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, other than that, dude, plug the UFC. Thank you so much, y'all. Them taking care of me. Big Uncle Dana with that uh, performance of the <laughs> night bonus. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. No, nah, uh, other than that, just pu- plug in positivity, y'all. Y'all keep keep it keep it humble and keep it positive. Well, listen, uh, Beast Boy, Chris Barnett, appreciate it, man. It was freaking awesome. Uh, can't wait to see you next in the cage. Can't wait to have you back on again soon too, because just it was just an awesome, cool conversation. We we'll love to just break down fights with you and just. Shoot, shoot the shit, you know? That's what I like to do, man. Awesome, yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> well, listen, Chris, you have a good one, brother, and be safe, and we'll see you soon, okay? I appreciate it again, man. Thank you again for having me. And that's Chris Barnett. Thanks again, Chris Barnett, for joining the show, uh, giving us the time, and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. And looking forward to you uh, you in the near future. I think he's going to be on the DA show, so we shall see what happens. Uh, should be on pretty soon. But, if, again, thank you for listening, as always. And if you listen to my shows on The Fan on Friday at 7 p.m. to 7.50, and on sun and or Sunday, uh, 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. on WFAN. Uh, thank you very much as well. Again, follow me at the Hoff WFAN, at the Fight Fan WFAN on Twitter, at the Fight Fan with Pete Hoffman. Everywhere else, that's Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, WFAN.com, and the Odyssey app. I will talk to you guys again next week, as always, with another guest, uh, maybe some surprise guests, maybe a champion in the near future, we shall see. We're getting really close to one uh, who was almost supposed to come on, and then something happened, and we'll talk about that later on. But um, that should be coming up very soon. Uh, some a few uh, f- current UFC champion supposed to be making their way to the fight fan. Anyway, we will be in touch. We'll talk to you soon. Again, thank you for listening. Pete Hoffman on the fight. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.